making a film or web series with friends as partners. A podcast by Nancy Fulton, founder of NancyFultonMeetups.com. Important, I am not a lawyer and this podcast is no replacement for legal advice offered by an attorney. In forming any business relationship you must consult the appropriate legal and tax advisors to avoid making expensive mistakes. Over time most of us working in the entertainment industry develop close personal, professional, and creative relationships with people who seem to share a vision for the kinds of projects we want to produce. Some of us are even fortunate enough to have family members in the industry who want to work beside us to bring common dreams to fruition. And, indeed, one can point to some very long-term production partnerships like the Cohen Brothers, the Wachowskis, Michael Bay, Brad Fuller and Andrew Form, that have turned out to be incredibly profitable and creatively powerful over many decades. Having said that, one of the most dangerous things you can do from a financial, personal, and a creative perspective is to commit to producing a project with a friend or a family member without carefully weighing the risks and taking significant steps to limit them. It would be a shame if deciding to produce a film with someone you love and love to work with resulted in the termination of an important relationship and an expensive financial disaster. It's also true that even people you love can make expensive mistakes that cause you significant personal, professional, and financial harm. This podcast reviews things to consider before you enter into a co-production with a friend or family member, and it discusses steps you should take to protect yourself, your potential partner, your relationship, and your financial future if you decide to move forward. What makes a partnership successful? It is interesting to note that Penn and Teller, who have been creative and producing partners for 40-plus years, attribute their mutual success to the fact that their relationship is strictly professional. They almost never socialize with one another. They have grown fond of one another over the years, and they work together with great success, but their focus is, and always has been, on being great business partners rather than being great friends. Let's think about skills and strengths. If you think about friends and family members you love and love spending time with, and you list the traits you most enjoy about them, it is often what you have in common that gives you both the most satisfaction. You might find yourself thinking. They are verbal, like me. They are financially responsible, like me. They are whimsical and funny, like me. They care about people the way I do. They know a good joke or story when they hear one like I do. They are technical and so am I. They enjoy a good friendly competition from time to time, just like I do. When you are tired, angry, stressed out, bored, or looking for entertainment, these common traits are important in a friend. You want to hang out with someone who naturally likes to do the kind of thing you like to do. You want to share experiences you both enjoy. You want the reassurance, reinforcement, and emotional security that comes from relating to someone who really understands you. If you are currently considering producing a film or web series with a friend or family member you may be able to make a list of traits you think will contribute to your shared success. We share the same vision for the kind of company we want to be a part of. We want to produce the same kind of work. We like the same kind of people and they like us. The problem is that producing a film or web series is a business activity. 
successful partnerships are usually born between people who make up for one another's deficiencies. One partner dives into projects with passion and determination and the other holds back to assess the costs and risks. One partner is a people person who creates strong interpersonal relationships and works to understand and accommodate individual needs and desires. The other partner sets standards and holds people to account. One partner is the visionary genius driven to make the next great leap forward, the other is the hard-working guy who makes good on a promise to deliver something no one has ever seen before. A successful long-term partnership depends on complementary skills and strengths. Good partners understand, value, and rely on their differences to achieve success. Now let's talk about shared values. Values underpin most of the decision you make every day. If you value being healthy and attractive, you make time for the gym. If you value being artistic, you make time to invest in your craft. Shared values allow partners to predict and agree with their partner's instinctual behavior and off-the-cuff decisions across a wide variety of situations. Partners who share values hire staff who share those values, and thus the teams they build are able to achieve their founders' objectives more efficiently. Let's look at shared values for two partnerships. While each may be equally viable in the sense that their business might be strong and profitable, they are also radically different from one another. In Partnership 1 Partners agree that they have an obligation to make good on their promises to investors. If, due to unforeseen delays, a project has to change radically in order to come in on time and under budget, radical changes will be made. This may mean firing a crew member who has suffered a severe personal crisis because the show must go on. Partners agree that they will never take shortcuts or cut corners that might in any way jeopardize anyone's safety. Partners agree that the budget is the budget and coordinate throughout the day to keep the project financially on track. Neither partner makes big expenditures without consulting with one another first. In Partnership 2 Partners agree that their allegiance is to one another and to their shared vision. Investors are a necessary evil and disclosure of operational details to investors isn't necessary as long as the film is ultimately profitable. Partner agree that some rules were meant to be broken. They work together to shoot without permits, work with volunteers and interns routinely, and while they would never actively endanger anyone, the important thing is to get the shot they need to make the movie. If that means cast and crew spend 10 days shooting an underwater scene in a 40-degree pool, and they have to keep paramedics standing by because hypothermia happens, that's just part of filmmaking. Partners agree that either partner can spend big sums without asking for approval from the other partner. If you've worked in Hollywood long enough, you've seen partnerships of both types. You've also seen the furious and expensive battles that break out within enterprises when someone who believes the first set of values has to work with someone who supports the second set of values. The important thing to understand about values is that they are, to a significant degree, hardwired. People fundamentally believe in their values and if they have to operate against them for a any length of time, particularly without financial reward, they tend to become quite dysfunctional. After all, it's really hard to have to second-guess literally every decision you make. Even if a partner is a great choice based on their complementary skills and interests, they may be a rotten choice based on their values. What does this mean to you?
In order for you and your friend or family member to be functional partners, you need to have skills that are both different and complementary to one another, and you have to have a large set of shared values that you both naturally adhere to strongly. Building a financially successful film or web series project requires moving through a series of steps, and generally undertaking those steps in a very specific sequence in order to minimize risk and maximize potential profitability. Script Acquisition, Script Coverage, and Script Optimization Financial Analysis and Forecasts to Determine Potential Project Value Script Breakdown, Shooting Schedule, and Budget to Determine Costs Identification of Key Crew Identification of Key Cast Acquiring Distribution or Formulating a Distribution Strategy Creating a Funding Strategy Establishing a corporate structure. Project funding. Pre-production. Signing union agreements if required. Attaching cast. Attaching crew. Acquiring locations. Production. Post-production. Distribution. Monetization. Investor repayment. Producer profit distribution. If you don't understand this order of operations, and why the order in which these tasks must be undertaken is crucial, you may want to check out nancyfultonmeetups.com where you can find resources that cover the steps involved in producing media. Suffice to say that building a film or web series is like building a house. If you do things in the wrong order, the project will fall apart in an expensive way. You and your partner must have a shared, reality-based, plan of action to produce your project. Diverse and complementary skills and strengths. A broad range of shared values. In order to have a high probability of success in building a profitable film or web series project together. In building partnerships with friends and family you will find that your natural instincts serve you very badly. Most people who are new to forming businesses, and who like the people they are about to do business with, will want to be fair. This usually leads to stating to one another that they are forming a partnership where partners are equal right from the start. Taking action on this supposition by creating a company, issuing shares or ownership percentages to make that statement a reality. Assigning partners the responsibilities they are most interested in undertaking not what they are most experienced doing. Telling investors, key cast, crew, and others that they are partners in the project. Generally speaking, you should do none of these things. Partners forming a business need to be careful about saying they are equal because how much partners get compensated has to be dependent on the value of task each partner is undertaking. If that's not the case, the partner doing the high-value work will have an ongoing incentive to leave the partnership. Furthermore, Rewards for a partnership should be dependent upon the job partners do over time. If you gift a partner ownership in a company without regard to their responsibilities, and the performance of those responsibilities throughout the project, what happens when they fail to perform or when you have to hire someone who will perform the tasks you need undertaken? Partners in an enterprise should take on the tasks they have undertaken successfully for others, or the team should undertake small projects to acquire skills before they ramp up to taking on larger projects where failure will have very high costs. Finally, the word partner, from a legal standpoint, 
is very similar to the word married. If you are married and your spouse intentionally runs over someone with their car, your assets will be at risk as well. So when you and your partner are working with others it's best to describe one another by your roles. For example, this is my co-producer and the director for the project, or this is my co-producer and the line producer for the project, you should not present yourself as general partners with equal and full ownership of the business responsible for all operations. If a partnership is worth building, and a project is worth doing, it's worth doing right. If you like your friend or family member, and want to ensure you remain close, it makes sense to build your business relationship carefully and with the best advice you can afford as a team. You and your partners must have a legal agreement that defines the relationship between you. People working together to produce a project need to have a legal agreement between them that describes their responsibilities, compensation, and rights. It should outline what happens if mutually agreed benchmarks aren't met and it should outline what will happen if partners disagree on what to do and how to go forward at any point in the business relationship. This is absolutely critical particularly if there are only two partners. This agreement needs to be drafted by a lawyer. Some lawyers will incorporate the outline of responsibilities, obligations, and dispute resolution solutions into the operating agreement for an LLC formed between the partners. Other attorneys will draft a separate agreement between the parties. This has a great deal to do with what the partners are doing as a team. For example, Co-writers who create a script or scripts together will likely register the work at the copyright office in both their names. Copyright law currently says their business relationship will legally last their lifetimes plus another 75 years. That business relationship is likely to live longer than any business they start, and the rights in their script will eventually be shared with spouses while they live, and also with heirs when they die. Producers who start a business to produce a project will be creating a film or web series that eventually will be registered at the copyright office. In the best of all possible worlds, it will generate revenue for years to come, even after the production company has been dissolved. Producers will pay back loans, reward investors, and share the profits their film earns along with the control in how the film is distributed. As you can see, the kind of legal documentation your lawyer will create has everything to do with how you will be working together. In order to create and sign this agreement, each partner needs their own legal counsel. As projects grow larger, more expensive, and involve more people, the need for very concrete agreements of all kinds becomes absolutely critical. Not having the right agreements in place can cost you not only all you own now, but all you acquire in the future. The problem is that when you are initially building your project, for the most part, you don't have a firm idea of what everyone's final roles and responsibilities will be. It's hard to make a good business deal in that context. It is possible to build a good business relationship from the ground up with friends and family. If you want to produce a project with someone, it makes sense to start by defining all the work you, as a team, have to do yourselves or get done by others. To do that, start by determining what film or web series script you are going to work to produce, then work with a line producer, who is not one of the partners, to create the breakdowns and shooting schedule for your project. You need this outside voice to ensure your numbers are as accurate and independent as they can be. 
have the line producer turn that information into a budget that outlines the full pre-production, production, and post-production costs. Amend that budget by to add all the tasks and costs associated with Creating your partnership agreement Creating your production company Funding your project Finding distribution Packaging your project with key cast and crew Marketing your project after release Repaying your lenders Repaying your investors Filing your taxes Shutting down the production company Use this complete budget as the basis for creating your partner agreement with the help of attorneys. By creating this budget you will be able to determine what you each contribute, the value of the services you are providing, and the costs the company will bear if a partner drops out of the project. If you can't get through the steps outlined above with a potential partner, then the chance of getting through a movie with them is pretty low. If you do get through them, you will end up with a pretty good idea of the work that has to get done, who is going to do that work, how much it will all cost, and what you can expect in terms of reward if all goes well. Do you really want to co-own a business? Most people who haven't owned a business have only a vague understanding of the obligations and responsibilities involved. It is actually not much fun. Rather than having two or more people own a business, it might make sense for just one person to own the business and to draft agreements that define its relationship to others they want to work with. As sole owner of a production company who will be producing a film or web series, you won't have to continuously work with and consult with others as you deal with legal, finance, and tax advisors to launch and run the company over a period of years. You will have full control and responsibility for the business, including oversight of its bank accounts and all business operations. This provides you with more security even though it makes you the only one on the hook if things go wrong. You will have a direct relationship with investors. Of course you will also be accountable for keeping them up to date on your business operations and providing them with compensation or an explanation for how you lost their investment if things go wrong. You will be in a position to set up collection account management and other mechanisms to make sure that you, your investors, and those with back-end deals get paid. If, as a manager, you like taking care of people, this is a significant benefit. If you elect to allow someone else to own the business, your contract with the business owner can give you the right to periodic review of the finances, a percentage of back-end revenues, the right to hire and fire people, an opportunity to meet investors, and other benefits you may believe are only available to business owners. You can focus on the specific technical operations you most want to undertake and allow someone else to handle the overall management of the business operations. When your work on a project is done, you can move on to your next project rather than having to deal with taxes, monetization, and repayment operations. If the business owner fails to perform as agreed, you can leave the business and he can employ someone to replace you. You may still receive payment for services you rendered and your percentage of the back end. In short, if you and the person you are undertaking a project with are both people of good character, it may be easier and cheaper to designate only one of you as the business owner and the other as a person with agreed responsibilities, compensations, and back end rewards. Generally each project you produce will have its own production company. 
so your first project you and your partner might elect to handle this way, and if you elect to work together on future projects you might elect to actually co-own companies. Tip, when one or more people decide they want to work together to identify projects, buy scripts, and do the initial analysis, budgets, and planning for projects they want to do, they frequently form a development company. When a project in the development company reaches a stage when it must be funded so content can be produced, a production company is formed. Instead of forming a production company, you and your partner may, in time, decide to form a development company. This can give you both joint ownership and control of underlying scripts. You can then form production companies as required for each project. Each production company may then have its own set of executive producers, actors getting back in payments, and investors. There are some tricks to doing deals with friends and family. The key to negotiating good deals with family and friends is to move slowly. Preserving the relationship is more important than working together to produce something as partners or coworkers. If, working as a team, you can produce a budget that outlines the full costs of the project and you can comfortably work with line producers, lawyers, accountants, tax experts, those providing distribution solutions and others as required to make the numbers accurate, you probably have a pretty solid basis for becoming partners on a project. If you can't, it's likely an early warning that producing your project will be too stressful. Ideally you should start with a small project for your first production. A $10,000 or $100,000 feature is easier and safer to produce, fund, and monetize than a multi-million dollar project. If working together is very important to you, why not start with something small and easy so you can work out the bugs in your partnership without the potential of a big loss or memorable failure. As you build your partnership, remember that no business relationship lasts forever. Every human relationship ends so it should come as no surprise that you and your business partner will eventually part company. In most cases this will be before one of you dies. In many cases relationships between business partners end shortly after they begin because the partners discover they don't share objectives, values, or requisite complementary skills. If you like the friend and family member you are working to create a partnership with, and you have the understanding that this is guaranteed to happen, it makes sense too. Consciously work to be a good, rational, effective, and transparent business partner while you are working with them. Admit that things aren't working when they aren't. Make sure this is done kindly and accept full responsibility to your part in any stumble. Prepare, before the relationship begins, exits each of you can take that won't hurt the project or unduly harm one another. Create written agreements so you both know, in advance, that you each understand what has to happen for your business relationship to work. If you can't create these agreements easily, then chances are very good your business relationship isn't going to be successful. You can't produce films and web series profitably, legally, and safely without being able to sign agreements with one another and third parties. Realize that you and your potential partner can decide to work intermittently together on an informal or advisory basis without ever getting professionally or financially involved. That may be the most supportive and enjoyable relationship to have from a creative standpoint. Following this general guide will allow you to build a good professional relationship if it's possible to build one, 
and will allow you to part amicably as partners if you can't. In conclusion, this podcast isn't designed to discourage you from building good productive partnerships with those you want to work with in the long term. It was created to help you think through a wide variety of options and to bring to your attention a collection of important considerations. If you have questions about the information presented, reach out to me at nancy.fulton at yahoo.com. I look forward to being of service. Remember you can find resources that cover how to legally raise money from investors, guarantee distribution for your project, and handle other critical tasks at www.nancyfultonmeetups.com.